part of this intro after the little talk with Mateo today. And I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, it's a great video. My opinion, yeah, it's a little conceited. But uh, we're going to be covering things like the fitness journey, the impact it's had on our lives, how we hope we can help other people with it and use our journey as a tool for your betterment and your self-improvement and trying to become the best version of yourself in the world to a point where you're able to make the biggest impact in the world for other people. Um, well, thank you for everything. Thank you for watching and tuning in. Have a great day and I hope you enjoy the video. All right, bud. So let me hear about how you got a fucking 75 pound person off of you, bro. How's that journey been? <laughs> um, I mean, I, yeah, it's been fun, honestly. I, uh, so yeah, I, I started in February and like, like middle of February, I started, I weighed 320 pounds and I was like, I don't know. That's, that's just, that, that was the highest I've ever weighed. And I was, I don't know. I, it, it was time for a change for sure. And then I right. just, uh, I don't know, I just slowly started going to the gym, like in February. And then March, like COVID hit and everything shut down. And that was like right when I was starting to like go to the gym. So I was like, damn. But um, then I decided like, because the gyms were closed for a little while, um, I needed to figure out, figure something else out. So that's when I started focusing on my diet a little more too. And right. then I went into... Um, I went into like a cal uh, caloric deficit. That's what I started focusing on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead like, of like, how deep are we talking, man? Like, are you so, here like fucking licking salt and like sucking on a banana or what? Like, yeah, no, no, nothing that crazy. But like, yeah, so like normal person, obviously like typical person, two thousand calories. So I, um, I've been trying to shoot um, on days when I'm not working out, uh, specifically when I don't need like those extra calories. Um, I've been trying to get like 13, 1500 calories. So trimming off basically 500 calories from what I would normally be eating. And um, the big thing also that I guess was kind of my secret was I cut out sugar completely. And that, oh, that does make that fucking yeah, shit. That, 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 easier, bro. That, that changed everything for me. Um, like no cookies, ice cream, cakes, none of that shit. So that, uh, I don't, that, that, that changed everything. That was, I even started, I just felt more energized. I felt better. Um, I, I, yeah, that, that, that changed my whole like program and everything. And then I started doing my home workouts, my body weight workouts, things like that. Cause the gyms were closed and then, um, slowly, yeah, but then, surely I mean, just, honestly, like, yeah. that's more important than the gym. Like the shit you had to do, like there's too many people like for right now, I was just saying like, I'm out walking in the rain. Like so many people would have said, Oh, it's raining. I can't walk right now. Like, yeah, for sure. People were like that with the quarantine. Like they're like, Oh no, we're quarantined. We can't go to the gym anymore. Like, yeah, and they just threw everything away. Like, oh, I'm let this car go. Yeah, but like they just threw it away. They're so quick to make excuses for like why they can't do shit, why they can't fucking do anything. Like, like one problem comes up, and suddenly the whole thing's trashed. Like, and they expect things just to come to them when like they sat around all quarantine eating cheeseburgers and making no difference in their lives. Like, you know, we're never gonna get the chance for six months where the world just stops for us. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not a good thing right like but you have to make like lemonade with lemons like you fucking get lemons you turn to lemonade like that old saying comes to life a little bit you know what i'm saying like fucking all this bad shit's happening but in the context of your life what are you gonna do about it like yeah exactly what are you gonna do to change and your life that was that was kind of um yeah that, that was kind of the approach that i took like i i realized i was starting right. to get 
um, on a better track, like health wise. And then all this hit and I realized like there's two ways I could go. I could go back to how I was feeling a month ago, like talking back in March. Um, I could, I could go back to how I was feeling. Like I just wasn't feeling great. I didn't like, like how I was feeling or exactly. I could start this whole new path and keep on the positive trend that I was already on and keep going. And I ended up thankfully picking that route. And I don't know, a lot of it was just kind of, I just made stuff up as I went because everything was changing and here we are now. Oh yeah, I get that dude. I was doing some fucking crazy shit and like the thick of it, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I dropped to like my body fat got to fucking eight, seven or eight. I was starting to get, like, spiderweb veins off my fucking abs and shit, bro. It was, it was ridiculous. Like, and I was like, yo, okay, so we made it here. Like, the goal was five or six. But I was like, okay, I got some new goals on the way. Like, I started to really like seeing my lifts go up. I started to really like that I was the only guy that was 175 pounds lifting 405 on my squat at the time. And now it's a little higher than that. I got 425 legit, 455 for half reps, got 455 deadlift. Not the point, but the point is like your goal doesn't have to stay the same. You know what I'm saying? Like as long as you are constantly striving towards something, you want to keep going, right? Rather than staying in the same place. I mean, at the time though, I was doing some crazy shit, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I took cold showers, kind of shaved my head. Okay, <laughs> so I took cold showers because I feel like they're more beneficial. You're less focused on the temporary pleasures of life, and you're more focused on ways to find that same comfort within your passion like for example when i wasn't getting the constant fucking warmth of the shower every day i had to get that warmth through weightlifting and dropping that heavy set and fucking blowing up and fucking showing everybody like that i could do it you know what i'm saying like, if that makes any sense that, may, that makes sense yeah you know like, I've, I've seen a lot of people say stuff like that with the shower no, it's a real thing, man. Like, yeah. even if you're not going to stick to it forever, because I was doing, like, two a day, fucking three or four months of that, working two jobs at a time, and then I would wake up at 4 a.m. for fucking fasted cardio for my bike ride. It would be about three miles. I mean, it was some intense shit, man. But, like, here's the thing. I liked having to sprint when I had the chance. Like, I would never have enough yeah. time in my life to be able to – dedicate so much of my time to myself ever again you know i mean the world basically stopped for us and a lot of people decided to do nothing with that but i was like here like i'm gonna work two jobs i'm gonna wake up at 4 a.m and i'm gonna take a fasted bike ride before my 6 a.m job and then i'm gonna finish that 6 a.m job at four and go right to my other one and get a head start everybody start investing in the stocks get a jump you know everybody else was like oh i can't drink thinking about all the things they can't do but I was just thinking of how to, like, use this fire that was kind of blazing the world as an opportunity for myself and harness some of it, like, in order to turn it to something good, something better for myself. You know? I mean, I don't know. You can't yeah, like, fix the world all yeah, at once. But trying to figure out all the, uh, just, like, the things you can do, like, the things that could help you um, just become better at whatever you want to do, like, your goals. Right. And, I mean, when you help yourself, too, like, you get yourself to a place where you're capable of helping other people. You know, there's so many people that don't help themselves and they don't have enough to give to other people. You know, they, they've never yeah. focused on themselves. They've yeah, never sure. reflected. Like, they're just like, they're not leeches, but they're too empty really to be giving away anything to anybody else but themselves. Yeah, they've always and put I, I think other, 
like they've always put like other people first or something like that and they never really like sat there and took the time to like better themselves or just get better and then like I mean, it sounds like kind of selfish, but like it does. You, you, I, it's you, more you, of self care, yeah, man. Like yeah, you got to put yourself first for whatever you're gonna do. Right, and just for your passions, man. Like, I'm not saying like this comes down to like I want the last cookie. Like I'm gonna take it. You know, there's a difference between being selfish in that sense and being gluttonous and taking advantage of opportunities, rather than the kind of selfishness that means you put yourself first, you state your boundaries. You have a way that you expect to be treated. You have a way that you expect to act in the world and a way you carry yourself and a bunch of stuff like that. Like, if you hold yourself to a certain standard, how are you going to expect anybody else in the world to hold you to anything but below them? I mean, they come in with the assumption, as humans, we commonly do, that, you know, we are the center of the universe. You know, and unless you make yourself the center of your own universe, people are going to look at you as if, like, I mean, you're a pushover. Yeah. You know, the world, here's the thing. I personally don't weigh people that way. You know, like, I don't care who you are. I think you have a purpose in this world. I don't care if you're a garbage truck driver, if you're a union worker, if you're the CEO of Apple. I don't care if you're the best power lifter in the world. You have a purpose here. And not everybody is going to have the same purpose as another person. However, for me, doing what I've been doing, I see it as a tool to help other people. You know, I found love within this. I found passion within this. You know, I could only hope that I could at least open a couple of people's eyes to a tool that helped me, you know, like, yep. and maybe they'll get something out of it. And, you know, th that's what passion is. It's when you've developed yourself to a point where you feel capable of spreading the good word, I guess, you know, like yeah, on something. Right, like, I'd like to be the master of my craft one day to get a platform where I'm capable of spreading that message to other people of, you know, self-betterment, self-improvement, getting to a point where you're capable of helping the most amount of people. Because if you know five people and you haven't accomplished anything, in my opinion, accomplishments are currency within society. You know, I don't see people as their accomplishments, but I know most of the world sees you as your accomplishments. And that's that. That's why we have college degrees. That's why we have gold medals. It is what it is. That's the card we're dealt. That's out of our control. But what's in my control is how I play that game. I become the best. You know what I'm saying? Like, you become the best. And then you help the people that truly have that dream of becoming the best to become the best as well. Yeah. And that's yeah. when you've changed your life, you know? It's kind of like... Um... I don't know, like investing in yourself and then taking whatever you got from that and reinvesting that into other people. Exactly. And then helping that, that to continue. That's yep. purpose. Just that's just what I see purpose as. Going. Exactly. There's biological purpose, which is, you know, you're a human. You're supposed to start a family one day with somebody you hopefully love and, you know, raise a, another human, a child, to grow into somebody capable of doing the same thing that you did, of, of spreading that message of goodness to the next generation. And hopefully creating an even better world. But I feel like people get so stuck in their own world. Yeah. You know, only caring about, well, not self-improvement, but indulgence. Like, the temporary pleasures, the temporary stuff. You know, sex, drugs, alcohol. It's really all you hear about. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that you're horrible if you use these things in excess. What I am saying is you could have had the opportunity to spend doing to spend your time doing something more beneficial not yeah. only to yourself in the future but to the rest of the world you know
Yeah, there's like, just like a lot of better ways to just use your time. Like it just doesn't make sense to. No, it really. That's the thing. It doesn't make sense. Like that. It, it's kind of crazy. Like I used to like. I mean, I'm not gonna criminalize myself, <laughs> but um, you know, everybody indulges in things that like that aren't truly beneficial. I mean, that's part of life. You know, everybody has comforts. Everybody like enjoys temporary pleasure. It's not like you have to always be doing something to push you forward. That's just an obsession. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When it logically makes sense to be doing something that is bettering yourself and moving you towards something greater, it also makes sense to take you up on that opportunity rather than just let it go over. You know, I mean, see a lot of people wasting their times, you know, like every weekend they're complaining or not complaining, planning on their next party. And that's great. Like as long as you're making time during the week to accomplish something, and your whole week isn't spent waiting on that one night, th then you're fine. Yeah, but when your whole life um, uh, just work hard, play harder, or work hard, play hard. Just exactly. If you're man. gonna do, you know, you like, you can do, you can have fun. Like everyone should have fun, but for sure. I mean, otherwise you, you're not enjoying you got, life. Yeah, you got to put in, like, you know, do your schoolwork and go, you know, go to work, do things like that. You know, make sure your schedule and your time is cut out so that that stuff is prioritized. And then you're rewarding yourself with going out or doing something like fun or something like that later on in the week or something like that. And like people don't understand, like rather than spending their money on a new shirt every single week, that's money they could have put in like the stock market that could have made them enough money to buy five shirts had they wanted to, you know, but. And alcohol, like you're buying yeah. five cases on the weekends. When in reality, think of if you invested those five cases every weekend, those 24 by five. So how much are you saying? About 120, 120 every weekend. Say if you're in a frat or something of that nature, you know, that's money that you could have been investing towards yeah, your you future. You could be investing or saving that, using it for yeah. this other stuff. Then when you're 60, you could buy the whole entire freaking group. 30 cases if you really wanted to the taps on you man like you just changed 30 people's nights rather than wasted 30 people's nights that could have been doing something better i mean that's also where i see it. like if you're not the best version of yourself you're not the version of yourself that's capable of making the greatest impact in the world you're just not yeah i mean like i said you know how much to give or, or provide to society in the eyes of society not to say you're not making an impact of your own on a small scale, albeit, you know? Oh, I got to tie my shoe. Hopefully YouTube loves us. Oh. Nice view. Got some headlights. Walking down an alley. I'll probably get shit for how I walk down an alley, to be honest. I mean, people could find a way to complain about everything. I mean, that's another thing, complaining. I don't know if this is hypocritical because I'm about to complain about how people complain about things. So actually maybe, yeah. So when people are so quick to complain and find the ways things could fail, that's another thing that bothers me. You know, there's so many people that are almost like scared of success and scared to succeed because they just don't think they have, Oh fuck. That's two rats chase. Okay. Yeah. Please fuck off. Thank you. Like, there's too many people that are like scared of success and scared what it, to do what it takes to succeed. You know, they already see all the ways they can fail before they even get themselves started going in the right direction. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. And like, I don't know, like they start 
like doing something and or if they'll like they'll fail one time at something even though like they they could be like really good at it even and they'll just like mess up like whatever it happens everyone messes up and then like that's it they kind of just give up but like I mean really every successful person ever has I mean everyone's messed up or failed at something you just gotta tell yourself you gotta push through it fight through it and that's like everyone's just journey that you should be on to better yourself Right, because I mean, if you're not failing, you're not pushing yourself hard enough. Yeah, that's why I'm honestly so proud of failures, man. Right, right, exactly. Like, I put fucking okay. I just told you I could do a legit 425, 455 on the squat if I'm going to suffer with some bad form. But one day I thought it was a good idea. I got 505 on the rack. I did two half freaking reps like an idiot trying to ego lift and prove something to somebody. And, you know, I said, hey, 515, I can do 515. I couldn't even do 505, so I don't know what I was thinking going to 515, but I put it on. And it rolled right off my back. I heard a really weird cracking noise, <laughs> and it just slammed into the back. I mean, I could have got hit in the back of the head with it. Um, I could have hurt somebody spotting me, but thank God they jumped out of the way. And... In a crazy way, I'm more proud of that failing moment because I feel like I have grown from that moment more than I have grown from any of the times where I successfully lifted a lighter weight. Yeah. Because now I know, yo, like your ego is not more important than your true progress. Your, yeah. your ego is not more important than a potential injury of you or somebody else that was looking out for you. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's a different kind of selfish when you decide to do something stupid like that. And I'm glad I learned that that, that correlates with selfishness. And then that that's something I just shouldn't be making a habit out of in any ways of my life. Yeah. And it gives you, um, it, it gives you another, like it just, it gives you just like something else to work at now that you know that you did it and you tried it and you messed up once, but now you can sit back, learn from it, figure out why it didn't work. Exactly. Or, or what 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 did what did I do right and what did I do wrong, and now you can take that and apply it to like the next time you go out and do a lift like that and just get yourself ready to just try and you know beat whatever weight you had last time. I think the reason why failure scares people is just because they're not asking that question of how like how could I do better? What did I do right? What did I do wrong? They just go, oh, I failed. What was everybody going to think of me? Oh, no. Like, they just jump straight to the ego, the egotistical side of it, the fragile side of it that doesn't see, yeah. like, logical reasoning or self-improvement or any of that. It just sees, oh, we failed. Oh, we've won. You know, like, I mean, that's not really much of a way to enjoy life, in my opinion. Like, if all my failures just suck, like, damn, like, I wouldn't be anywhere. If my failures suck, man, like, I fell off my bike one morning at 4 a.m. I just went and got back up. Like, if I fucking fucked up my haircut, shaved my head, I could have just stayed in my house. Like, that's just fucking horrible. Like, like, I mean, I just couldn't imagine living a life where all my failures define me. Like, yeah, and a lot of people they don't realize. Like, uh, I, I mean, if you're like when you do fail, it doesn't. It's not a reflection that like you're a bad person or you're bad at oh. something. A lot, a lot of times, it's really like you were unprepared or you didn't, you weren't entirely sure of what you're supposed to do, and you went out and tried. And the failure is actually like a really good lesson. It's like a really big positive because now you know exa like exactly what went wrong. So now yeah. the next time you go out, you know exactly what 
you have to do or what you have to focus on. And it's just, um, yeah, like failure just drives success. It's just, a, it's a direct bridge to success. Like, I mean, I've failed a lot of times over the past seven months doing things, trying to get sure, my, my weight loss goals and everything. And I'm still here. I'm on, when I first started, I only wanted to lose 30 pounds and now I'm here at 75 pounds. It's just right, man. The fucking failing and messing up. It just, you just got to keep going. It's, it's you're not, crazy. You're not even the same person that you were when you first started. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's, 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 this person that's, only thought you were capable of 30 pounds. Like, yeah, exactly. It's, it's crazy. That is fucking nuts. But I guarantee you, like, has that translated to other parts of your life? Like, where you only think you're able to accomplish that, but then you accomplish that much, and you're like, no, I can do fucking more. Like, like that's how I, that's what I like about, like, heavy sacks, because it's like, I, I got to get in fucking 12. Like, I'll say, if it's 8 to 12, I just go 12. Like, I don't even see the fucking 8. Like, three sets of 8 to 12, that means 12. Yeah, 12. You know, right? You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you just, you just keep going, go all out. Right. I mean, I feel like when you take the easier route, you're getting the results of that of somebody that takes the easy route. I mean, that of course isn't always the case because, like, you know, you don't want to overtrain or like overdo anything yeah, for, really for in sure. life. Yeah. Oh, because then it defeats the per. It, it does what I call it call passing the point of productivity. Like where you do something to a point where it's no longer productive, it's no longer accomplishing anything, and it actually becomes detrimental to the goal itself. Yeah, I don't it's, know. I'm coin that shit. It's just like <laughs> it's like oversaturating it. And I, I mean, really, anything like too much of anything's bad. Literally anything. So like eating 600 calories for your fucking deficit, bro, and creating like a 15 to 1600 calorie deficit every day, like that'd be fucking ridiculous. Like shit, like that, like. You, you you would slow down your metabolism over time for one. Yeah. And then you would also lose like mainly muscle, which a lot of people don't realize when they're losing weight is, you know, when you cut calories too deep, you're actually risking like a lot of muscle loss. And that, yeah. that to me, like, here's the thing. Like I want ideally to be five or 6% body fat. Um, actually, I don't have a specific goal, but my body fat, I want it to be very low. I like when it's very low. I enjoy the way it feels, looks, whatever. I enjoy lifting a lot of lightweight. But let's say I have too deep of a deficit now. I'm overdoing it. I'm overtraining. I'm not going to be able to get there. I'm going to be losing weight, but yeah. it's not going to be fat. It, yeah, you know, and it sucks down. being able to see that. Because you know what I'm saying? Like, when, when you get lean like, like that, like I, had, I was at a point where I had fucking veins coming out of basically every part of my fucking body. It was fucking ridiculous. Probably unnecessary. I don't really care. It was awesome. Like Spider-Man. But, but like, if I were, if I was doing something incorrectly, I knew within a fucking day, like, you could just look at yourself in the mirror and be like, oh shit, yeah, like, I'm flat, like, maybe that's why my lift was fucking a hundred pounds lighter today. And, you know, I didn't go, oh fuck, I'm going to die. I need to bulk 300 pounds. Like, no, it was just like, hey, like, we'll figure up. out what's wrong. Yeah, sit down right. and think about it and exactly. whatever. We're on to the next day. And move on and move forward. Right, man. Fucking, have you had any stalls in your weight loss journey? I mean, if you want to talk about it, because I get those could be some personal moments in your life, like when things stall or things aren't going the right way. But, I mean, do you have any moments like that where you had a little bit of a setback and you had to kind of push through? Um, yeah, I had a, f I had a few. Uh, I, had, I had a few stalls. Um, like, when was it? Probably two months ago, I would say. 
when was it? October? Yeah, I'd probably say like August. I definitely had um there there was a few times where I was hitting like a I don't know, like a floor, I guess. Like I could not go below I was stuck at two seventy five for like at that um for a while. Like it was so annoying and I was like I had no idea how to break out of it. And I was like kind of going crazy because I kept doing the same exact workouts and same everything. And I was like, Oh, that should do it. Cause it's worked for me up until this point, but right. Obviously not. Right. So then, but then I just, I don't know. I just kind of figured I just, I just sat down thought about like, what could I change up a little bit? And I just, that was when I started um, working more cardio into how I worked out. So for I sure. started running like, especially over the summer that was, I started like run taking running more seriously instead of um like just uh i guess like just your typical gym workouts like like weight training oh, yeah for um, sure and then yeah that that, that changed people. yeah that, that that was like the next big breakthrough for me that that dropped me down another 30 40 pounds once i started doing that 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 was pretty awesome but yeah like yeah i, I definitely hit a couple major stalls during last six or seven months it hasn't been all perfect no for sure like i i mean anything that matters isn't going to be easy you know yeah. I mean, most fulfilling things are harder than their temporary counterpart like compare flings to marriages and compare drinking with the buddies to running your own business with your buddies like i mean you know it's the thing that actually accomplishes the most is usually the thing that you're not going to want to do on certain days or you're going to want to do it, but it just feels way harder to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. Fucking my plateau, like, this is sound like a fucking non-factor. So, like, <laughs> my plateau is actually hitting my goal. Like, if I'm being honest, because I had to make a new one. Like, I'm guessing that probably happened to you when you hit 30 and you're like, fucking now what? Yeah, and you just yeah. keep going. Right, yeah. I fucking hit my goal. I, mean, I was single-digit body fat, spider-web veins. I felt fucking crazy. But then my lift started to go down, and I came up with a new goal. I was like, fuck. Like, I want to be ripped, but I also want to fucking lift the most weight in this entire room yeah. of fucking grown men. Like, I looked around, and I've seen people that were 24, 25, let's say a couple years, benching, you know, 315. For sure, like that's fine, cool. You know, I'm 18, lifting six years, being very competitive and serious about it, taking care of my diet, and I achieved single-digit body fat while also bench pressing 275 pounds, now 290, and a little bit of a higher body fat. But now, honestly, like my goal is just to be as big as possible while being as lean as possible because I feel like that'll help me with my lifts. You know, I'll be able to get those lifts up to a point where. I mean, originally going into this, I didn't think I was going to do because it all started with a bit of a home workout, just a Navy SEALs program, like running two hours a day, doing a bunch of high rep lifts with 25-pound dumbbells. And now I'm fucking benching almost three, weighing like 180 pounds. It's fucking nuts. Like, right now, I am my starting weight. But I'm... That's crazy. Right. I am my starting weight, bro. Like I'm fucking 10 to 12% body fat. I started at the same place at 22 to 23. So, I mean, like, and the people that don't understand what that means, 
Like, it might not sound significant. Okay, so you stayed the same weight. That's all they heard. But what really happened is my lifts went up 300 pounds individually, except for my bench, which doubled. I stayed the same weight, lost fat, and built muscle. Over, over a time period, of course, that can't happen at the same time unless you're fucking Superman. Yeah, but, it, it, it takes a while. <laughs> people don't understand that. I think, hey, how can I lose Matt and – or not Matt. Who's Matt? How can I lose fat and build muscle at the same time? And it's hard for me to tell them you really can't. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> you know, like you really can't. A deficit. You kind of got to You're sacrificing one. Which whatever, look, whatever route you're going, you're gonna end up exactly. sacrificing one. You have to take it step by step, and people don't want to. They want to do what you do when you run up the stairs and just jump two steps at the same time because they don't want to wait to get there, which is why half the time they fall and bust their fucking ass. But I mean. It is what it is, man. Like, you got to play by the laws of thermodynamics. Like, people think <laughs> that their fucking body that follows the law of thermodynamics and that their fucking body's special. And I'm sorry to tell you, but it's not. <laughs> you don't matter <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. Fucking, I wish my body could do that shit. Imagine if your body could just, like, eat 3 billion calories a day and lose weight and feel full all at the same time while gaining 30 pounds of lean muscle like half the guys that claim natty and use steroids do on YouTube. Fucking nuts, bro. Yeah, that'd be fun. Dude, Jay Cutler's natty, I heard, bro. Imagine. <laughs> 345 pounds of steel with the 8 billion pounds. Fucking natty. Holy that, shit. That, I'd that, fuck that, this for myself. That dude's huge. Nah, dude, that's a, that, yeah, you're right. I think you call him a thing, bro. That's That's the right word to use. Motherfucker's a thing. He's a freaking nature. I mean, good for him, man. He's fucking nuts. Because personally, like, I wouldn't want to look like that, you know? Like I said, like, I'd like to stay generally lighter, but as heavy as I could go at a lean weight. Or not lean weight, a lean body fat percentage. But I likely don't want to be pushing over 250 at my height because I just don't think it would look right on me. Yeah. Like a small little cannonball. Like, yeah, those guys, yeah. most of them are like, Five nine, five ten, and they're like two hundred and seventy pounds. They're just like a rock. They just look like a, a rock. Right, I'd rather be a person, bro. Like, that, I mean, I I prefer being a person over a rock. To be honest, fucking, because you see a rock lift like heavy weight, and nobody's impressed. Like, you see Jay Cutler lift heavy weight, and you're just like, okay, like, yeah, you're, su- you're supposed to do that. You just look at them. Right. I like being the normal guy that looks just like you, that literally just goes up to the bar and fucking embarrasses you in front of everybody. But being completely honest, that sounds so fucked up. I mean, that's not literally what I mean, obviously, but I do like the uh, inconspicuousness of it, like, where it's just you really, really expect it for me, and it just happens in anyways, right? Yeah, in your you face. just pop up. No one, literally no one, like, no one, is, no one cares at first when they see you walk up, they just think it's a regular dude, and then... Right, they're like, who's this jackass that thinks he can lift all that shit? <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, me. Okay, the little dude, the guy that's half your weight and half your fucking size. Dude, that shit happens to me all the time. Like, people see me, like, putting fucking almost five plates on the deadlift bar, and they're just like, oh, shit. Like, people that have seen it happen already, they're not even, like, impressed anymore, or they're, they're not even surprised, and they don't even look at me weird. But, like, the people that don't come often... Cause that's the thing. Like I go so often, like I go like six days a week. So I know yeah, everybody. You, know, you know everyone. Yep. <laughs> like, they, they think that they're slick when they fucking skip a day, bro. I know nobody's running a two day split, one day off, one day in, three days out. Like nobody runs that shit. Motherfucker. You're, you have to get on your ass. But, uh, 
So they'll just fucking stare at me. And I put this weight up, man. And, like, I get to stay up with this heavy-ass deadlift long enough to have a conversation with Alan on a fucking talk show, bro. <laughs> and, like, I just fucking lower that shit slowly because apparently dropping it's not legal. like this rainy day podcast video with me and Mateo Stranus, a good friend of mine. And I hope, you know, our fitness journey and the journeys that we're going on right now as individuals help you to want to do something for yourself. Have a great day.